Trading Nut, episode 127. And the reason I say the one in five minute charts is because on every time frame, we're getting all these patterns that we see on all these time frames, but obviously the higher time frames, the patterns are taking longer to play out. So on the one in five minute chart, what happens is, is you get to just kind of subconsciously see what the market's doing over and over again. And this is why I think that I've gotten so great at recognizing these patterns because the first year of my trading, I've traded the one in five minute. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Nut Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got Derek Vanderlinder back on the show after four years. Uh, this is, I can't believe we've got him back on actually. So he was part of my 52 Traders Podcast, episode 81. It took me ages to find the episode on the site because it is tied in with another series that we did with him as well. So there's plenty of old content and it's great to see Derek still killing it in this industry. He's also jumped into crypto a bit as well as trading currencies and all sorts of other things as well. So you guys are going to hear about that in today's interview along with a special drop that he's going to let you know about where you can pretty much find out exactly how he does what he does. Uh, And we did shoot a video as well which you'll see up on the YouTube channel so make sure you go and check that all out after listening to today's interview as well as my Crypto Nut series. So this is a new series here guys. And there's some fan, some fantastic content that is dropping for anyone that's like either just investing in or trading crypto. You've got to go and check this out, okay? So I've looked at the views. We're not getting tons of views on there, and you guys are missing out, right? So you've got to go and check this Crypto Nut series out. There's like a 40-minute masterclass from Richard Nasa, which is an awesome, awesome video where he shares pretty much everything he does. I'm also doing a, a masterclass this week, so if you're seeing this soon enough or what listening to this soon enough you might be able to take part in it it's a live masterclass with Andy Demi so he's another past guest from my 52 traders podcast who's come back on to share what he's doing in the crypto space so guys you've got to go you've got to go and check these videos out okay you or, or come and join these live masterclass sessions all right uh what else have we got on now we finished last week trader versus trader so congratulations to Gerald trades who uh, took out the trophy there and what you're going to see if you watch the final is me having a crack at my own Forex Simulator challenge that I've set for everyone else. So if you want to see how I went and how I got on, go and check that out over there on the YouTube channel or there. It's in the live stream sections on Trading Nut. Now, if you do want to do your back testing a lot faster than doing it manually, then I do have my Robot Builders Club. Now, this is where I teach you how to build semi or fully automated trading strategy. So whatever your strategy is, or if you just dream up strategies, this is where I teach you how to do it in seven days. I've got a community, I've got a course, uh, it's a whole bunch of other stuff in there. You get 30 ready-made robots when you join. Uh, The likes of Nathan Sage, who's one of the sponsors of my show now, when he first started back in 2017 as well, when I interviewed Derek uh, doing this, and he's now been able to build a seven-figure business off the back of this. So, um, guys, well worth checking out whilst you're on the site over there at tradingnut.com. For now, let's get on with this interview with Derek. Let's do it. Whether you're a struggling trader or a profitable trader, our sponsor, City Traders Imperium, are offering you the chance to become a fully backed Forex trader. That's right, get coached and funded with CTI today. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got uh, an old guest of mine from episode 101 of, uh, that was the last time he was on, of 52 Traders. Welcome to the show, Derek Vanderlinde. How are things with you? I appreciate it very much. Things are uh, you know, going really great. I don't think uh, that it could be any better than it is right now. Um, very happy. Trading's great. Life's great. Business is great. So... When, when I look at when I look at when we first uh, you first came on, I think it was uh, it must have been it's almost been four years, four yeah, years it's ago. A long time. Uh, I can't even find the the interview that we did for whatever reason on on my site, but I think it was about four years ago. And, yeah, it was a while. Uh, no, ah, uh, yeah, maybe it was. 
it was four years ago. Anyway, look, it's um, it's great to come get you back on because I know uh, we did learn a lot about you back then because you did my trading mentors match off series. You helped another trader try and get them to a point of profitability, uh, and now you're four years more advanced. And I know you're you've done a lot with, within those four years. So, do you want to start off with probably giving the guys who don't know who you are a bit of background in terms of like your, your beginning in trading, how you got to the point where I suppose you came on the show, and then then what happened from there? Absolutely. So, you know, I've been trading for about six years now. I want to say I think I started in 2015. Uh, got involved with IML, quit IML within a week. Uh, it just obviously was not great. Uh, at that time, I don't know about now, but uh, ended up getting involved with another group and just kind of progressed from there. Uh, like Cam was saying, I've been trading for six years. I became profitable within my first uh, about, I'd say, 13, 14 months is when I was consistently getting results, making money. And then I actually had a really big win, uh, and it was all luck to be honest with you, is my pattern that I still trade today, but it was during a news event. I didn't even know it was a news event. Market moves about three, 400 pips, and this was during Brexit. Uh, so, you know, any type of news during Brexit would move the market like crazy. Well, it did. Ended up making about 40, 50 grand on that trade. It was actually, it was 40 grand, and uh, right around that, that number. And uh, slowly just built... Uh, my account after that ended up buying a car with I brought the account for like 104 grand bought a, a 2016 BMW and this is back in 2017 and that was like 30 grand cash stupid move shouldn't have done it uh, totally messed with my head because you know withdrawing one-fourth of pretty much all the money I had uh, it really messed with me ended up taking a really big loss after that which, you know, has shaped the way that I trade today. Um, and, you know, just consistently grew, 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 got to the point to uh, where I was having some struggles in my life. I wasn't in the best place. Uh, and actually, my, my mom had passed away, took six months off, came back, and now I'm just, you know, trading the best that I've ever traded, uh, have more knowledge in trading than I think, you know, just all I've been doing is trying to improve. So that's how my trading journey's been, and I'm happy with where I'm at. So, And just to give the guys some context, I mean, what, what stuff have you been trading? What, what pairs and stuff? Yeah, what, what, what pairs and... So honestly, I at the beginning of my career, my trading career, I only traded GBP, JPY. Now I'll pretty much tr I, I have about twelve pairs on my on my screen that I'll trade uh, anywhere from NZD, JPY to Bitcoin, US thirty. I'll trade all those, uh, but that's pretty much you know. Anything that I see, because I'm trading, I used to trade you know scalp. Uh, one and five minute. Now I'll trade basically any time frame that I see uh, a potential move on. So, uh, I like I said, I, I trade about 10, 12 different pairs. Hey, just jumping in here with a message from my sponsor, Sage Strategies. Do you want to trade gold and crypto like the institutions? Well, now you can, and it's free for 14 days with Sage Strategies, fully automated trading strategies. Check out their live track records for 25 unique strategies, plus they'll host everything for you, which is perfect for beginners and advanced traders or investors. Simply sign up for their 14-day free trial at sagestrategies.io and experience it for yourself. And, and uh, so do you want to talk us through that big loss you had So after buying that car? Like how did yes, that, how, yes. how did you, so you sort of go, well, the only way you can have a big loss is if you risk way too much, right? So why did you risk? Well, you know, it wasn't what, even what I was risking. Oh, okay. it, it, I mean, it was, it, it totally was. Uh, I was, I was definitely over leveraging, but it was, uh, you know, me just not cutting my trade. I kept moving my stop loss because, and I, I explained this in one of my videos on YouTube. Uh, I got to the point where it's like, okay, I was down four grand on the trade. I didn't want to lose that four grand, even though I knew exactly what it was going to do. I knew it was going to keep rising against me. It gets up to 10 grand. Uh, how are you going to close out a 10 grand trade? You don't want to. So you're like, you, you kind of just 
and this, like I said, this back 2017, uh, I let that thing run till 40 grand. I lost 40 grand. So, uh, not a fun, uh, not a fun month, not a fun, uh, couple months actually. Cause that just messes with your psychology a hundred percent. But I think I took a couple months off after that and, you know, I was watching the charts and stuff, always watching the charts, but, uh, I didn't. I didn't actually place trades during that time. Uh, when I came back, I was all good. My psychology was great and, you know, grew the account again, did awesome. And, you know, just kind of went from there. And so, so I mean, that, that is a, so you've literally taken your account to 30 grand again, right? And so, oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so how do, how do you, how do you grow it back from 30 K and I suppose at you, the same time live as well? Cause you've obviously having to, having to live, you lost, yeah, so yeah, you, you and know, you know, you... actually, I was, I was, uh, I was basically spending um, money that I was making on the side um, and trying to go, grow my account, and so I wasn't really withdrawing a ton like I would, like if I needed to buy something big or something, something stupid, I would, I would withdraw from my account. Um, but I got to the point where I just drew that 30 grand to, it was like 120 something grand after that, before I really had to take another big, um, withdrawal. And from there, it's honestly, you know, got in different businesses. So I have money coming in on the side. And then at that point you can just, you don't have to worry as much about, um, living off just solely trading i don't re- recommend that for anyone to to just live off trading so yeah we've had i've had a few guests on the show before who've like you know they use trading as a as a way to sort of well trading's the first port of call to generate some cash to then leverage yeah. it somewhere else and if you're not doing that you you're really putting all your eggs in one basket which is not exactly. probably the best idea um okay so so i i know you've you've put together something amazing for the for all traders out there um which goes into a lot of detail around what you do with your trading but before we go into that and you can tell the guys what it is that you've done um do you want to give the guys sort of an overview of like how your trading's pieced together now i mean how many trades are how how many trades are you taking a week and and some other stats around it absolutely so right now i'm taking about two or three trades a week and there's plenty potential for more but i'm making good money on the side uh my trading counts at a number at a, a big enough number. It's in the it's in the six figures where I can, you know, really leverage that to make you know twenty thirty k a month pretty easily by taking these two three trades a week. Uh, so uh, that's that's really how I'm going about my trading. I think when people are over trade, trade too much, trying to do too much in the market, that this is what's holding them back really. Uh, and you see it with people, especially that are not profitable. You see them trying to enter every stinking trade. And for me and my, the way that I trade, it has to make sense. It has to make 100% sense before I enter a trade. Meaning, um, with my patterns that I trade, I trade three patterns and it has to, uh, have confluence within those three patterns. The patterns work really well just without even confluence. But when you add that confluence in the trades, it, it's, I'm, it's, I've lost, I'm like one for 14 this month. So, uh, it's, it's, it works really well. So, so just thinking about, I'm thinking about you, like your, your, your big loss there and starting from 30 K and growing that account to, to six figures. I mean, what, what did you, and trying to avoid those like over trading, um, you know, you're doing two and three, two to three trades a week. Now, what were you doing back then to get it to this level? Cause it's sort of, you know, when people, look at it at first light they go hang on a sec surely you must have to to get that kind of growth you've got to do something crazy was there any craziness there or was it just was it a planned approach it was just consistency having a plan within my with my trading routine uh and then obviously like here was the default with my trading strategy when i when i was you know i was doing really well i was winning i think i won like 96 trades in a row at one point this was all documented at everything uh, and the thing within this, the strategy was that the take profit wasn't as big as the stop loss. So if I took the loss, it would cut out about six, seven trades, you know? So, uh, that was the biggest issue within the trade, within how I traded. 
And, you know, when you when you do something like that and you win all these trades and all of a sudden you get, like, you know, 10% of your your trades wiped out in one trade, it, it makes you rethink, you know, what am I doing here? So that's when I really just stinking buckled down and figured out how I could make my strategy that I was trading the same exact patterns, but how I could tell if I should hold my trades longer and have a better stop loss and um, a risk reward ratio. It always has to be one to two if I'm going to take a trade. Yeah, and that's I, the key. Because yeah. uh, I do remember back in the day, you were, you were, you guys were like doing a sort of, it was quite a quite a large stop with a small take profit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And okay, right. So that that was the. So you've managed to overcome that and get a get a at least a one to two, maybe even more than that in yes, some cases. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's times where you know I get one to. I obviously want a, a better risk reward ratio. Um. And there's sometimes where I'll get one to six, one to seven. Um, but the thing with my the way that I trade is just really accurate. It's, uh, it, I mean, a lot of people will even will will tell you, you know, it's like extremely af- accurate. You can look back in time and just be like, holy cow, this has worked forever. So it excites me, uh, it makes me happy, and it makes me really happy that I adapted to the point where I can implement the technical analysis within my strategy. And and um and what have like I just want you to tell what have you put together for the people out there that uh that that so they can actually learn exactly what you do. Absolutely. So I actually put my full course on. It took me like 3 or 4 months to get this done. Uh, a long time, but I put my full course on YouTube. Uh and the reason is it's like I don't like charging for this and and I'm just going to give you guys the honest truth is because I hate seeing people fail within in trading. And the fact is, is that most people will fail. And this is because they just can't follow a plan. And this is another thing that I like to talk about. Like, it's called the Pareto principle. Uh, you could have 80% of what you're doing right, but the 20% that you're doing is going to be holding you back. Or what you're doing wrong is going to be holding you back. So... Uh, for example, let's say like you're doing everything right, but maybe you're not managing your trades right. That's you know maybe five percent of re- the reason why you're why you're failing uh, or not doing as well as you can. Like you could know my strategy, but over leverage like crazy, and then the strategy doesn't work because you're over leveraging. So what you have to do within that twenty percent that you're not doing right, you have to acknowledge be self-aware acknowledge what you're doing wrong and slowly try to fix the things that you're doing wrong and then once you start doing that you're going to notice yourself uh get better and better but like i said i could talk to most people and tell you they're blue in the face and tell them exactly what they'll need to do but still they won't do it and so this is why i don't i don't charge that's why i put my course out on youtube for free because I don't want to see people fail. I don't want to see people spend a thousand dollars and then, you know, it doesn't serve them anything. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with the people that do do it. I just don't feel right about doing it for myself. It doesn't feel good to me. So I put it on YouTube. You can search my name, Derek Vandalinder, and you'll find it. There's 25 videos on there. Uh, really nicely done. So yeah, guys, it's exciting. I'll put a link underneath this video if you're watching the video or just in the podcast description. Just go to Derek. Find Derek on the site. Uh, he'll be there a few times, actually, but uh, it'll be the most recent one under Trading Nut, and we'll make sure you get a link to that. So do go and subscribe to it. I've just checked it out. It's 25 videos. It's, it's well done. Very well done. So um, now, what about, what about like this day and age? You're taking three to four trades or two to three trades a week. What, what does your typical trading day look like now? So here's how it goes, and this is what I do when I'm trading. I'm premeditating where I want the market to go, where I know it will go, and once it gets to that point is where I'm looking to see if one of my patterns occurs. And if it occurs at that point, that's when I'll take my trade. I'll take my trade to the just the nearest structure, um, and that's my take profit always. Now, there's multiple, multiple times where it's just going to keep going, keep going, and it, I could have made way more money, but that's also a problem that people have. You just got to be grateful for what you do make because it could always reverse off you, you know? So uh, just go to the pre- the most previous structure. I'm waiting for the trade to come to me, which is what a lot of people don't do, and that's how I'm succeeding. Do, do you, like, set alerts or anything like that just to 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 – 
I suppose limit your time at the charts, or are you like sitting sitting there for three hours a day to to do this analysis? Uh, so what I'll do is I'll wake up. It's either you know depends on what's going on in my life. Like the last six months before the, this last month, I was trading from ten at night till three in the morning, uh, and you know as a trader, you're constantly checking the charts on your phone or whatever you're doing. So. Right now, what I'm doing is I'm waking up about 5.30. I already kind of have a feel for what's going to be going on in the market. And there's plenty of times where I'm missing trades, which is, it sucks. But at the same time, like I said, you know, less is almost more in this industry. Uh, So if I see a trade come up, then, uh, well, the funny thing is actually I'm, I'm having an alert. Actually, one of my students he actually made alerts for my three patterns. Now, uh, the thing is, is that I want to make these alerts a little bit better. I can give these alerts out right now, and they work really, really well. Uh, but there's patterns for especially new people that this is what I really want to make uh, these alerts for. So I don't personally use alerts. I'll just you know wait for the market to do what it's going to do. Uh, and... Let's say that I see the market coming down to my area. It's like 7 a.m. And maybe it's moving pretty slow. I'll be constantly checking my chart on my phone or whatever um, is in front of me to wait for it to get down to that point. Because I know it's going to get down to that point eventually and waiting for it to get down there. So I might, you know, be looking at the charts from 10 till uh, or from 6 in the morning till about 10 uh, but I'll be constantly checking my chart, and if the trade happens to hit my spot, maybe 6 p.m., that's when I'm going to enter my trade, and then I'll manage it from there. And there's really not a whole lot of managing that I have to do besides when it hits like a, a previous like uh, point where the market could reverse. Uh, that's when I'll place my stop loss in profit, protect my trade, and then let it roll. So uh, very simple stuff, but at the same time um, – it could be improved by alerts, absolutely. And, and are you, um, are you, what time frames are you looking at mainly when you're going on your phone and checking and making sure that you know this level hasn't been hit? Uh, so I actually do a top-down analysis. I start from the monthly chart, and so this is this is how I do it. Like if I'm on the monthly chart and I see that the it's clearly bullish, clearly um, bearish, then that's how I'm gonna. Uh, judge my trade that I'm looking for. So if it's bullish, I'm going to be looking for buys, right? Uh, in my key areas of confluence and where I see the market coming to. Uh, if it's bearish, you know, same thing, obviously. Or, yeah, same thing. I'm going to be looking for sales. Uh, so I'll do a top-down analysis. If I don't get the reading from the monthly, I'll go down to the weekly. Uh, same thing, you know. If it's looking bullish, I'll be looking for buys. Then I'll go down to the daily, four hour, one hour. And, and I actually, I, I look at a whole bunch of different time frames because sometimes like the eight hour time frame will give you a better idea of what's going on than the four hour. Uh, so that's really what I do when I am uh, looking for trades. I'm, I'm looking for, you know, momentum in the market and that's the side of the trade I want to be on. And, and what time frames for entering your trade? Uh, it's really whatever the pattern time frame the pattern comes on. My favorite time frames to enter are from like the one hour, four hour, um, thirty minute. Those are my favorite. Uh, but I'm not gonna be mad if there's a fifteen minute time frame trade. I, I, you know, the quicker I can get out and go on with my day and not have to look at charts, I'm happy. Now, um, I want to know. I mean, I've actually I've asked you this question probably before, and I'm gonna change it slightly. So this is about what do you think made you different, but when you first started out to, to get to the point where you are now, what I want to ask is like, what do you think would make, what do you think other people should be aware of when they're like embarking on a trading career? And I know you've seen a lot of people sort of come and go and you can sort of see when people are doing the wrong things. What is it they need to be doing different to, to get in the right headspace? So this is what, you know, kind of goes along with the Pareto principle. Uh, and this is what really actually made me like become really, really good. Like I said, I, 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 uh, I'm very confident in my trading. And the reason is, is because I'm very honest with myself. 
uh, and this is what people aren't. They'll they'll here's what they'll do is they'll put in you know a thousand dollars, and I'm speaking just to the most generic type of retail trader. They'll, they'll put in five hundred, a thousand dollars, and they'll you know may probably over leverage it or uh, maybe under leverage where you know they're only using point zero one, and it, it just becomes unexciting at that point. Um, but the biggest thing is. I personally think is just becoming self-aware of your own issues. Like if you're putting in a thousand dollars every two weeks, like there's something wrong with what you're doing. It's obviously not working. Uh, I have a lot of people that are on the cusp of being profitable and what's holding them back right now is them just getting that, like they'll kill it. And then all of a sudden they'll get in like one trade because they feel like they need to be in that trade. And I think that's a huge thing and a huge reason to why I'm profitable because if it comes down to my area and it has my pattern, I'm going to take the trade, but I'm not going to take the trade in the middle of a move. And um, I think most people that aren't successful within trading are taking moves like who knows where um, I see a lot of people. And this is the, the, that really just bugs me is a lot of people will take like, let's say um, we're having a reversal and it's a continuation. They're trying to, uh, do a continuation of that reversal, but uh, on a certain time frame, that uh, will be on like the 50 moving average, and it will be hidden divergent. But they'll take a buy right there when that that 50 moving average is using or acting as a dynamic resistance, and they'll take a buy right, trying to get the market to continue right there, and that just bugs me so much. Like you should never take. I personally don't think you should ever take a buy or sell uh, on a moving average unless you're like uh, countering off the moving average. Because most of the time, especially if it's a swing to a moving average, it's going to you know give you a reversal or at least some sort of move off that moving average, it, it, at least for the moving averages I use. I use the 50, 200, and 800 moving average. Yeah, it's a, and a, yeah, very, very right there, I think, in terms of, you know, there's moving average traders, right? And so yep. you use moving averages, and I'm sure a hell of a lot of other people use moving averages. It's yep. like the most common indicator. So there's bound to be people who are trading off this as a dynamic support and resistance. So therefore, yep. to your point, expect something to happen that's it's not going to just fire through it every single yep. time. If, if exactly. you probably even went back and had a look at it, it's probably going to bounce off it more often than not. And um, yes. that's your probabilities there. Exactly, and especially if there's a uh, if it's been away because you got to think of like a moving average. If it's in a swing, and if it's been far away from the the fifty for a while or the two hundred for a while, you got to think of that moving average as almost a magnet. And when it comes back to the moving average, especially after that big swing, a lot of the times that's when it's going to reject off the moving average. Yeah, yeah. And now, um, okay, that, that that's great. So, what what about like? What things you talked about hidden divergence, you talked about uh, moving averages. Are there any other things that you use? I mean, I know the guys will go and check out your YouTube afterwards, but what other things do you use that make up your strategy? Uh, so I use, like I said, I use technical analysis, but what I'm waiting for is I, I'm waiting for either like, you know, trend line touches or I like, I love, I love trading like trend line retests after it breaks the trend line, comes back, retest it. A lot of the times that will be a very great move. Um, for example, like uh, Bitcoin um, right now, like on the weekly time frame, we're on like the the sixty one eight Fibonacci. I use Fibonacci too, um, just for like an added confluence. We're on like the sixty one eight. It's a trend line retest. Um, right at the fifty eight is is and the fifty eight thousand level, which has a ton of uh, support right there. Uh, or kind of resistance right there. So uh, when I saw that, I took the short from 58 to uh, I think it's 54. And um, so that's why, like, I love trend line retests uh, after it breaks the trend line because, I mean, it's just one of those things, like, like I said, I like having common sense when I'm trading. And to me, that's common sense uh, because it works out a lot. You're going to, and especially with the patterns that I use, if I use that trend line retest that already is a, a pattern that works out quite a bit but if i'm adding my patterns as well that's just going to up the percentage that that trade's going to work out so awesome awesome so um it's it's interesting like one of the things that springs to mind here is the fact that 
you've got so many things on the on the play here, right? On the go, and I know a lot of guys out there might oversimplify what they're doing. Is there sort of have you got a view on like somebody taking the simple approach versus the the complex like multi? This I'm using literally everything here approach. Uh, yeah, and I don't even. Um, I mean, I don't see it as that way, but I see where you're coming from with um, that. Like, you could just. And here's my thing is with with trading, and if you look at the people that are doing well, uh, they're honestly the people that aren't they're 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 not asking a ton of questions. This is just what I've noticed. They're the, kind of the people that take control and either they kind of see what you're saying and then they work with what you're saying and and fix um, or and figure it out for themselves. Uh, that those are the types of, of people that I see do really well. But uh, to like simplify what I do, I mean, you could just add structure to the three patterns and it works out. You know, just make sure you're keeping your risk reward and your your uh, risk management uh, very well. And then I personally think that you could win. You you could win. You know with a one to two risk reward, you could win only four trades out of 10 and still be profitable, you know? So, um, now, now what about this? Right. So I'm going to get slightly, I mean, my question here as well. So like somebody who's fresh into trading, um, let's say you had three months with them. Actually, this mm-hmm. reminds me of trading mentors match off the series we did. It was originally going to be three months. I think we ended up being nine. Um, you had three months with them. What what would you say? Here's here's your plan of attack for the three months, and if you follow these steps, and maybe you're catching up with them once every month, that at the end of it, I have a high chance that you'll be growing an account rather than sort of destroying an account. Yes. So here's like if you're new, this is what this is the the route that I would take if I was new, didn't know anything, but know what I know now. Uh, I would start off with the one in five minute charts. And I would be looking for the patterns that I'm teaching. Uh, and I would practice on demo. Just And the reason I say the one in five minute charts is because on every time frame, we're getting all these patterns that we see on all these time frames. But obviously, the higher time frames, the patterns are taking longer to play out. So on the one in five minute chart, what happens is, is you get to just kind of subconsciously see what the market's doing over and over again. And this is why I think that I've I personally think that I've gotten so uh, great at recognizing these patterns because the first year of my trading, I traded the one in five minute. Uh, and so I saw these patterns just happen over and over and over again. And I think subconsciously it's just now in my brain. It's there. Uh, so that's what I would recommend. But uh, that one in five minute chart with structure. So you could do, you know, uh, Let's say we, we break a previous structure. If we look and left, we break the structure, it's dropping, and then we get a swing back to the 50 moving average. Now, a lot of times what will happen is that structure will swing, will come down, and it, the 50 moving average will be right there. And it will hit that 50 moving average. It will be hidden divergent, and it will also turn that support into a resistance now. That's a really solid trade. And usually what we'll have with that is like a Fibonacci retracement on that level as well. So um, you could just do that, like a break of the new low, a swing back to the 50 moving average that's hidden divergence. And that's a solid trade setup right there. You'll see that happen a ton in the market. And so, so, you're, so you're basically saying, right, new trader, here's what you're going to look for. And you're going to do it with the one or five minute charts, and you're just going to mm-hmm. practice that for three months. Bang! And I Yo. think that's great advice because you're going to get so much more opportunity than going in on a four hour and going, "Well, it's been three weeks and it's still not hit the fifty moving average. <laughs> what exactly. do I have to do? <laughs> what do I have exactly. to do?" Or you, or and what? What about how many markets would you get them to to focus on in that that scenario? I would keep it small. I'd probably go with three volatile or two volatile pairs and like a slower pair. So let's go with like GBP, JPY, uh, maybe gold because gold's a gold's a, a pretty predictable market to trade for me because the last move of gold always is a big move. It's always a big like uh, it, it, one of my trades called a shark fin, and you'll see that last finishing move be a giant candle and then it'll start to reverse. 
so like maybe GBP, JPY, a pair like gold or US 30, uh, and then like a slower pair like your USD or, you know, NZD, JPY, something like that. Awesome. Just awesome. so you have all the different uh, um, factors within, you know, yeah, the, the market, you know. Yeah, and I, and I suppose you could, uh, yeah, if you took the other approach of like, for you know, doing a four-hour or an hour sort of strategy, and doing more markets, you could probably get the same things. But I, I suppose at that point, what are you missing? Is it this consistency or the sort of repetition or just con- confusion? I think so. Like you're saying, if we, you started off doing like the one and four hour, well, yeah. So say you, instead of doing five and one minute, you did like one and four hour, um, but you did more pairs to try and get more opportunity. Do you think there's a detrimental effect of that in terms of it's just too much going on and too confusing for people, whereas like three or four is more condensed? You know, I think that uh, personally, I just think going like if you're going to start off uh, creating, I think that you want to get those patterns just like subconsciously subconsciously put in your brain. Uh and so when you're seeing these things happen on the one and five minute over and over again, and you can look, uh, they happen, the same patterns happen on the one and five minute as they do on the, the one and four hour. But obviously, if you're watching the one and four hour, and especially if you're a new trader, it's not very exciting. Uh, you know, sometimes the market can just be sideways forever and you don't get a move ever. Um, I think GJ this week or had like sideways movement for 43 hours, you know, so uh i think I, I personally just believe that the more you see the patterns happen over and over again they're just going to get ingrained in your memory now an, another random question like so i mean you you, you started started off we, we had a meeting four years ago we had an interview then you're still trading why did you not give up well, there was no reason to, to give up uh, on trading. I was making really good money, um, made really, I mean, I've obviously had better years than others. And uh, I, I think the reason why I never gave up, I, I actually did. I took six months off. Not that I didn't look at the charts every day. I took six months off when my mom passed. Uh, I just wasn't mentally there. I wasn't, I wasn't in the, the and, and luckily with trading, it gave me a nice savings to sit on for that six months and so i wasn't in the in the place to be trading and risking my money and um so i took that six months off which actually was uh, a blessing um for me that i could do that because uh, when i came back it was like it was it was it was great it's been it's been very great um the thing is is I've been, you know, when I before I started trading, I've been, you know, to the point where I, I was working, building scaffold, doing very manual, hard labor. Uh, and what's kept me going and want to just do this forever is the fact that, I mean, there's nothing like being able to sit at your, your computer whenever you want and, and make money. There's just nothing like it. Uh, it's given me so much freedom. Me and my wife and, and our kids, we're we're doing, you know, a trip once a month, probably. So uh, it's just one of those things where the freedom that comes along with trading after you understand it is incredible. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Now, um, so you obviously, you know, you took six months off and give yourself a, a, a break and, a, and a, probably at a right time as well. Um, yep. What, what, what sort of? Do you have any techniques or? or I suppose key things that you know people can sort of uh, use tangible things they can sort of notice or or use or do to try and help with their mindset so that they you know can realize at times that they might need to give it a break because I think that's probably one of the hardest things people struggle with is like when's the right time to give it a break like I mean you know with the death of your mum that's obviously very very pertinent time but um, others others may not have that sort of like clear sort of signal this is not a good time to be trading what 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 do you recommend recommend absolutely so what i recommend this is what I, i'll give advice to my friends that are trading every everyone that comes in contact with me um if you have emotions when you're trading like severe emotions like you get in a trade and you're nervous you're not ready you're, you're just not 
uh, you should have no emotion to the money. You should already know exactly what you're going to lose if you lose. Uh, you should already know what you're going to make. You should know how you're going to manage your trade. You should, like for me, example, let's say I get into a trade and uh, it's a trend line trade. Uh, I already know that if it breaks that trend line where the next point is, where it's going to be an area where it should bounce off that point. Uh, so I'm always aware of what's going to happen if it doesn't do what I think it's going to do off my certain area. But the thing is, is that I don't think a lot of people actually understand what's going on in the overall picture compared to what they're thinking right there in their moment, in the moment when they're taking that trade. A lot of, a lot of my friends, they still get, you know, super nervous when they're in the trades. And to me, that just tells me that they're uh, not ready uh, or, um, you know, like I have absolutely no emotion when it comes to my trading anymore, unless I get into like a, a couple of like three or four, uh, trade losing streak. Well, then that will start to mess with your head and you're like, dude, what the heck's going on? It's been a while since that's happened, but when it does, you got to just take a step away from the charts and how I always, uh, get back from a point like that is by backtesting my strategy and also understanding these trades that I'm losing, they'll, they'll be like breakouts on the higher time frames where I'm trying to counter that trade. So like I said in the beginning of this, I'm looking for now if it breaks a high or breaks a low and, and makes a new high or new low, I'm not going to ever counter that trade. I'm only going to be looking to go with that momentum. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things that you got to get rid of those emotions, first of all. It's always good to be making money on the side. You should never, I don't think when you're starting out, you definitely should not be relying on trading as an income. Uh, your, your mindset's really got to be, uh, like, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, why you're entering trades and if you don't i don't think you're ready personally yeah i think that's that's really good advice actually like and it you've got to think hard about it though right i don't think you can so people will listen to that i know people will listen to this and this would have been me a few years ago i would listen to that yeah. and gone yeah 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 got you derek and then just completely ignored that <laughs> when they came exactly. to the chat right that's exactly <laughs> what it is and it drives me insane it's like i'll tell somebody that and they will not listen. Like, yeah. people preach, like, oh, you don't need a plan when you're trading. You absolutely need a plan when you're trading. Every successful trader, I, I don't follow really any of the traders on Instagram. I follow more, like, the, the guys that are, you know, made it from nothing to now running these, like, huge hedge funds and stuff. I listen to their advice uh, a lot because, obviously, they're doing it. You know, they're, they're killing it. And they have some really good advice on – you know, emotions, they've been through it all. I mean, they've been through, you know, 20 years of the market. They know a lot more than I do. So those are the types of people I'm, you know, paying attention to. Uh, you know, there's there's people that kill it uh, on, on Instagram too. But there's also, you know, you've got to kind of take that with a grain of salt and watch who you follow. Uh, really, I, I have studied a lot of human psychology and you got to watch like the way that they're posting their things. If they're constantly putting money, like if you see deposits and then they're showing you their profits, like why are people depositing into an account? It doesn't make sense to me. It's like if you're de like for me, my goal is to grow my account, not like just yeah. continue to. Uh, and what that tells me is that they blew an account and then added, you know, deposited more money. So. I think a lot of people don't understand like human psychology when it comes to that. Like if people are, you know, saying that they're killing it and then they're starting all these new fresh accounts, then you got to look at, you know, the facts that like, why are you, why are you depositing more money? And to me, that's telling me that you're, you're losing, you're blowing your account. Um, so yeah, well, look, I, I know for me it was like just sort of thinking back and going, okay, well, there's been times I've got to the charts and I've been like going, hang on a sec. Um, now I look and look back at it now, like months and months on, and go, I was actually not confident. I was, you know, I'm, I'm 
going there, I'm going to enter the, entering this trade or I'm, I'm setting this order and I'm like, my confidence is at like 30%. And that I can now see is not good and was not good at the time. And in fact, it's a sign to say, don't do it. That's, you Absolutely. know, that, that, and like even even now I can, you know, because I'll be placing quite a few orders a day. Um, there are times when I'm I'm sort of now going, okay, well, that was a, this one here, not that confident about, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll place the order and then look back later and go, why did I lose that trade? Okay, oh, that was the one I wasn't confident about. Funnily, yep. funnily enough, it lost. Um, so yeah, okay, this is great advice. Guys, um, this is going to be the last question before we jump into the quick fire round, which, uh, which should be interesting. We've done it before, but we'll do it again. Um, if you had to recommend somebody spend the next month mastering one thing, what would it be? Mastering one thing within trading? Yeah. Confluence. Confluence equals confidence within trading. Uh, when you have that that confluence within that it for me I like I said I have to have at least like three things three confluences within my trade to take the trade so uh, to me they're obvious like when I get that and that just gives me more confidence like if you're kind of you know oh it broke this level uh, I'm gonna enter I mean it can always come back like for me. I have to have reasons to why I'm entering the trade. So uh, that's that's my biggest thing. Have a reason to why you enter. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Right, let's get into this quick fire round. So uh, how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Uh, it was probably 13, 14 months, I'd say. Uh, how do you exit or manage your trades these days? So when I exit my trade, it's hitting the next area of structure or the, the most previous area of structure usually is that's how I'll do it. Uh, when I'm managing it, if there's like a maybe, like if I look left and you see an area of structure um, that might be uh, pertinent to a, where the trade could reverse, then that's when I'll place my stop loss in profit. So I'm protecting myself. Do you have a recommended uh, trading book or resource? Um. There's so many. There's so many good ones. Uh, you know, I like honestly. Uh, my my uh, psychology course. Um, that's who I'd recommend to other traders because I took a lot of things from these like guys that I said you know had that run the hedge funds. Um, and I put it within that, and it just all stuff that resonated with me and helped me improve my trading. Is that part of the YouTube? Uh, yeah, yep. uh, the free YouTube stuff, or the, is it? Yeah, okay, cool. The twenty fifth video. Oh, awesome! Um, I'm going to watch this after that. Watch that after this. Now, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? Uh, my preferred bro- broker is Hey Forex. I'm one of the top affiliates with them, um, so that's why I recommend them. I've made six figure withdrawals with them, so uh, I trust them very much. So it's called Hey Forex. Hey, you ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and no restrictions on trading my strategies. But one of the main reasons was their raw ECN spread, which could challenge any other broker you're trading with. Learn more at hankotrade.com or click the link in the description. Do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? Oh, actually, you already did that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, yes. <laughs> And it was it was during uh, Brexit, GBP, JPY, uh, just coming out of a breakout, uh, and on the lower time frames, it gave me an overbought signal. I called a shark fin. You'll learn that if you watch the course. I was like the five minute I took the trade, but if you look at the higher time frames, this thing was just ready to launch off, and it did. It did. It was about an hour. I think it moved up about two hundred and fifty to three hundred pips, and I was. I think about 10 to 15 lots deep, and that thing just destroyed me. Oh, dear. And I was just sitting there watching it just climb, climb, climb. Oh, you should close out, dude. You should close out. You know where this is headed. And just finally at the end. There's nothing worse when you see the high time frame too late, and you go, oh, now I'm pretty much screwed. Uh, I know yeah. this is not going to work out. I know it's not going to work out. Um, right, if you could leave Alice's with one piece of advice, what would it be? You know, just do the right thing. Uh, where the energy goes, the energy flows. Um, and this is this is like my biggest thing right here is be self-aware of your own faults because we all have them. And once you become self-aware of your own faults and learn 
that you have these faults, then you can accept yourself for who you are and you can try to improve on those faults. So that's my biggest piece of advice for everyone out there. Now, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the guys to get hold of you? Uh, you can get a hold of me on my Instagram. I'll constantly getting blown up, but uh, I will definitely get back to you eventually. Um, if it's permanent or like, and there's sometimes like message me twice. I don't care. Message me three times. And if you mess, like I'll get back to you, uh, as soon as I possibly can. I just, I'm running around with two kids, wife, uh, trying to manage a bunch of different things. So my Instagram, Derek Van or Derek underscore Vandy, uh, you'll find me there and you can just DM me and I'll, I'll get back to you as best as I can. Or you can email me vandalinder.d at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, look, great to have you back on the show here after such a long time. Uh, Look, guys, if you want to find out more, you can just search for Derek in the search box on tradingnut.com. And look, he's going to pop up a few times, so you want to make sure it's the latest one that's the the most recent number. It'll be over 120, put it that way, um, which definitely means it's not 52 traders. Right, guys, until next time, (laughs) I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, guys, so there we go. Interview with Derek Vanderlinde done and dusted. Now, do remember, we shot a video after this as well. If you do want to see how he trades in condensed version, then jump over there onto the YouTube channel and check that out, or over there on Trading Up, find Derek's interview, and you'll be able to check that out as well, as well as all his other content as well. So he did maybe four or five different things over there on Trading Up. Now, uh, we've got the crypto content as well. You've got to go and check that out. We've got the masterclass happening this week with Andy Demi. If you get on that, great. If not, hit me up. We'll see what we can do. And we've got the Trader versus Trader final. If you want to see Gerald take out the trophy and me have a go at the Forex Simulator Challenge, then that's over there on Trading Nut as well under the live stream section. And last but not least, Robot Builders Club. I'm still taking on members, but the doors are going to be closing soon. So if you do want to do what the likes of Nathan Sage has been able to do, then please head over there, Trading Nut, take the free training, and I'll see you on the inside. All right, guys, until next week. Have a great time in the markets.